Hello there, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Michael Like Stuff podcast. We're getting towards the holiday season. The NFL season is winding down, and the Survivor 41 finale was on Wednesday night. Three hours long, Joel and I have been podcasting about Survivor 41 all season long, and it was a three-hour finale. We're very proud of our winner. We we we're thrilled about the season, and we have recorded a podcast. Uh, as I said earlier, the finale was three hours long, so we weren't able to do it on Wednesday night. We had to do it the next day, and then I'm just now getting around to putting it up on Friday. So uh, hope that you're still into the Survivor finale and want this content because we're putting it out today. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Um, I just really want, really quick, wanted to uh, give some picks out uh, what's going on in the NFL this week. Obviously, if you've been keeping up, there's a lot of COVID concerns going on. Um, and so that's crazy. I have some uh, some games here that I still wanted to put out, some picks. Um, number one, let's talk Titans first. This is, this is obviously a pro-Titans podcast. I'm a huge Titans fan. Titans in Pittsburgh this Sunday at noon. The dreaded Pittsburgh Steelers, Heinz Field. And even despite no Derrick Henry... And we've lost two of the last three. I am feeling cautiously optimistic about this Sunday's game against the Steelers. The Titans are one-point favorites. So we're essentially in a toss-up situation. I am going to take the Titans minus one against the Steelers this week. Because I'm, I'm just feeling... I have a good feeling about the Titans right now. Uh, I, I, was, I was in serious concern mode and now I'm coming out of that a little bit we got Julio Jones back we're moving in the right direction guys are hopefully getting more healthy just in time for the stretch run I like what I'm what I'm hearing what I'm what I'm seeing Zach Cunningham former Vanderbilt star and former NFL tackle leader will be on the field for the Titans this Sunday in Pittsburgh so that's going to be an awesome game I like the Titans in it I also like the Colts, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the AFC-leading New England Patriots. And the standings may tell you the Patriots should be favored in this game. But here's my thing. The Titans, if Derrick Henry had been there, we would have we beat the Patriots. And the Colts are running the ball incredibly well. If Carson Wentz doesn't throw more than one interception, I like the Colts in this game. So I'm taking the Colts two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the New England Patriots. Cowboys in New Jersey to play against the New York Giants. Ten-and-a-half-point favorites. There's no reason they shouldn't beat the Giants by more than that. I'm taking the Cowboys here. The games for the Cowboys matter more than the games for the Giants at this point. So I'm taking the Cowboys minus 10.5. And and the Packers on the road against the Ravens. 6.5 point favorites. The Ravens uh, somehow managed to cover against the Browns last week. 
and I I got lucky there. It didn't look how I thought it would look. I'm not betting on the Ravens again. I'm taking the Packers, six and a half point favorites at the Ravens. So I've got all those individually out. I'm also going to throw them all in a parlay just for the heck of it. So we got Titans one point favorites on the road in Pittsburgh. Colts two and a half point favorites at home against New England. Cowboys ten and a half point favorites on the road against the Giants. And Packers six and a half point favorites on the road in Baltimore. So without further ado, for the last time this calendar year, I hope you enjoy Joel and I talking about our favorite show. Well, my favorite show, at least Survivor. Survivor 41 was a great season. Spoilers ahead. Listen at at your own risk. Enjoy. See you soon. Hello and welcome into our season finale episode of our Survivor Podcast. My name is Joel Klinger and I always say alongside of me is my brother Michael, but this time he is actually alongside of me. Michael, how, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Just uh, chilling on a rainy Thursday, uh, three-hour episode last night. I just couldn't justify staying up for the podcast, so... Uh, here we go, doing the big thing the day after. I've had time to actually take in some Survivor media, decompress since, uh, which normally I don't. I don't. I just kind of we just kind of jump right into it when I'm done watching it. Uh, but I've been able to take in uh, Erica's exit interview with Rob Sester Nino, as well as the Know It Alls podcast last night. I've been on Twitter, so I I feel like I have a a more like. A comprehensive view. Yeah, I have a better knowledge of what other people are saying, and that might change my opinion. Um, normally, I feel like I come in with a take that is like disagrees with what everyone's saying online, just because I haven't looked at it. So we'll see. Yeah, and there are, there are positives to that, and there are negatives to that, right? Um, but there, th- this was a three-hour episode, so there's a lot to get into. Um, you know, of course, Erica won. Congratulations, Erica. First female winner since Lucina. Is that right? Yep. Um, and I think that's great. Uh, and we will get into final three later. Um, to start off, I feel like they may have had to like prep the beach for season 42 or something because why mm. send them to a new beach? Like that is such like just like a uh, over the top like hey, this this thing that we're going to just do to just to screw with you. I mean, they also did that on 39, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. They did send them to a new beach. They sent them to the Island of the Idols on 39 to finish oh. out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe that is why they, they moved them. Because they, they were about to shoot. They normally don't put yeah. it up that close, but because of COVID, they only went one time. And they stayed there, and I assume that the cast of 42 was in quarantine during the second half of season 41. Right. Yeah, I wonder how long it took to shoot, because they got to take, like, photos and stuff, too. Like, they got to, like, prep, like, you know, their photos, their 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 media stuff, but, like, so, I mean, I don't know. I guess that may take, like, a day or two, but, like... Yeah, they probably do, like, a media day. Gotcha. And, like pull them out from Ponderosa one at a time. 
they're not allowed to talk to each other. They're just sitting there at Ponderosa, like seeing each other, but not allowed to yeah. talk. So yeah, which is bizarre to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like they they go back and they have to like scour. They have to make a shelter again. It rains. They're miserable. Yada yada yada. Um, another great Xander soundbite where he's like, "Yeah, like, uh, uh, is this all you got? Like, I hope, I hope they're tired. I hope they're sad. Like, I'm, I don't need it, man. I'm Xander, and like, you know, feeding into this archetype that they fed into all season. And I was kind of thinking, okay, maybe Xander wins because this is like a very weird thing to say for a loser, right? Like, um, and they go in and." Who 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 wins immunity? Is it Erica because she got the, the yeah? Challenge first they thing? have the scavenger hunt, yeah. and she finds the advantage, and then she gets four of the ropes off of the thing and already on the ladder. Yeah, and so she wins immunity narrowly against Ricard. She probably right. definitely doesn't win if she doesn't get that advantage. You know, yeah. we can't know that for sure. Yeah, but maybe not. Probably not. Because if she it, let's say she doesn't win and Ricard wins immunity right there. So, like, Deshaun's going home, right? Because I feel like Erica would be like, I can beat Xander. I don't like Deshaun. Yeah, screw you, Deshaun, kind of. Um, so, like, so let's say let's say Deshaun goes home at five. Xander wins the final. Who, like, do you think Xander takes out Ricard and fire? Do you think he would put himself on the, on the uh, thing to knock out Ricard? No. I mean... I don't know. Maybe he would have, because but it, he should have. He should have tried against Erica. Yeah. I mean, he didn't know. He thought he thought he had it in the bag. Because I mean, it like it looked like none of them knew how to make a fire, which is insane. Like you're out there for like th- over three weeks. Well, Heather definitely did, and Xander did, and I think Erica was. This is what I said to Madeline when we were watching it. Is I think she was like, um what's what's it called uh um when you're not trying very hard in order to like trick people into she was hustling him she was hustling him yeah i mean she was like not even trying to start that fire really and i feel like she was like thinking if i do get put in the fire making challenge against deshaun then i'll win because Deshaun can't make fire, and yeah. then I'll definitely win the whole yeah. game because I made fire. So I was kind of wondering if she was like hustling Xander to get her him to think, oh, maybe Erica will get out if she gets in fire, and she still was planning on winning fire and winning the game. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know because y- you know, like. When I couldn't believe Xander just straight up told her like early in the day he was like, "I'm gonna take you, okay? Like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna take you. So you're welcome. Like, it's cool." And then like I totally felt him when he was like, "Was Erica bluffing me the whole time? Like, she said she could make fire. I believed her. She was there alone. She had to make fire. She survived." And it's like uh, I feel like that's kind of like a win either way for Erica because either. You know, if you bluff someone that you can make fire, then, you know, Xander's whole thing was like, I don't want to give her a reason to beat me. I don't want to give her another thing on her resume, which that that tracks to me. Yeah. And you could even see the jury like understood it. Like they were like wondering why. And honestly, 
people knock the fire making challenge, but there's so many ways that you can think about it that it's actually like really interesting that it has to go to fire. Cause I mean, you can, if you think you need some flashiness to your game, you can win immunity, put immunity on somebody else and somebody else, put yourself in fire against the biggest threat left in the game, beat them. And now you're looking like a mastermind genius. Yeah. Um, or you can play it safe and just put the two people that... Well, and that's the thing. Is it playing safe to put the two people that you think can beat you in fire? Right. Because one of them's going to look better. Because one of them's stock is going to go up after fire. Right. And that's the tricky part. And that's the part Xander didn't want. He thought, even if Heather wins fire, I'm still definitely beating Heather. I think Heather will beat Deshaun. Heather and Deshaun. I completely understood that. Yeah. That and so I feel like the jury was being really hard on him, but I feel like they're all thinking of it from like a different perspective. Like, because his read on Erica was all wrong. Like, he thought that that Erica would be beatable and that, like, it, like, he thought Deshaun's thing played well with the jury. I don't know what he was looking at, but. It, I I actually thought that the jury was just way too involved in the like if you're on the jury I feel like you should have to not talk at all yeah which they've been talking all the time now yeah like no whispering no like knowing looks or like huge eyes or like crazy reactions like I know that's what like they want for the TV show, but for the game aspect, like it's really like, I feel like messing with the actual gameplay mm. because instead of going in thinking like no one knows what the jury has been thinking, like the jury is influencing the game while they're out of the game. You know, maybe if the jury was like watching tribal from like the Robin Sandra box or something like that, yeah. Where you're not seeing like every thing that makes the jury laugh or makes we had some like jury members that it was like Shan, Tiffany, like they would make a face about everything. And it's like if I'm Xander, that's gonna confuse me because one one night I see Tiffany making a bad face at Erica, and one night I see her like looking smiling at Erica and making a weird face at me. And it's like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. yeah, it, it's, it's, that's always something that I found weird is that you're right. They've gotten like more progressive and more liberal about like what constitutes talking in the jury. Like they have never, like no one has ever just said like, you're a liar or like had some like big outburst, but like definitely like they're being more reactive. Um, Okay. So let's go back to five, which is where we were. Xander tells Ricard he could play his idol for him. Why? Why? Why even say that? Like, why even mention that? I feel like that's dumb because if you don't mention it and just do it, they may think they may think it's like a dumb move. It'd definitely be a bold move. And if you make it to the end and Ricard does it, then that definitely works out for you. But like, why tell him? Because then it's like, 
is that a blind side now? <laughs> like, even though Ricard basically knew he had the best game and it was totally 100% possible that he was going to go home and Xander was just going to vote about anyway? Like, I, it just makes no sense to even throw it out there. He was like, I could use my idol. And it's like, why would you even say that? I think uh, that is another example of Xander just being a, a, a no-vote finalist. And, I mean, I feel like we probably have seen why Xander could have been a no-vote finalist this whole time. But, like, stuff like that, like, I really think in in all, in all honesty that he probably wasn't going to say anything and spend the last day with Ricard and, like, be nice to him and not overcommit anything to him. And then Ricard was like, I'm having a baby next week. Yeah. And then Xander, like, flipped out and was like, I need to, like, be here for him in this moment emotionally. And then, like, he offered something that he probably knew he wasn't going to go through with. But that was just because he was flustered and, like, trying to be empathetic. And obviously that's not how empathy works right. in real life. Yeah. But, like, um, you know, I thought, I thought that Ricard just really caught Xander off guard. And Xander was, like, just didn't know what to say. He's 20 years old. Right. I mean, he's talking to a 35-year-old man, and he's 20 years old, and he's trying to, like, offer some sort of, like, understanding. Xander has no idea what it's like to be married and have one child at home and have one coming next week. Like, he's obviously feels for Ricard. He really likes Ricard. Ricard likes him. But, you know, he doesn't know in that moment, like, don't just say whatever to make somebody like have a glimmer of hope, Mm -hmm. you know, just be like, Oh man, you know, he, he did say like some stuff, like, I think it's totally worth it that you came out here and all of that. And then Ricard pulled out the baby card and he completely lost it. Yeah. Yeah. So like just Beginner mistakes of someone who is not legally allowed to consume the campaign, the champagne at the at the uh, finale. Just like that's totally like, you know, that totally makes sense. I mean, it is. I mean, I can't imagine like the awkwardness of like knowing you're going to vote somebody out and that you just have to like sit with them for like four hours that day. And it's like and they know you're probably voting them out. Right. But like they're still going to like try or whatever. Like they're still going to like not quit fighting so they're just gonna peel at every scab they possibly can to see if you'll just like you know do anything for them and you know i can imagine that would be sucky um but yeah again just a mistake i was like literally pacing around the living room i was like don't this is so dumb why would you even consider that and i realized that i'm sitting at home and i'm watching a tv show but strategy wise that would be the dumbest thing in the world I mean, the only thing, like, that reason it would make sense is if Xander knew that he was on the bottom and, like, knew that he was behind Ricard, Erica, and Deshaun in that moment. Yeah. And needed to, like, um, make a big move regardless of, of what it was just to, like, say, Erica was trying to do this and I didn't let her do that. And Deshaun was trying to do this and I didn't let him do that. And 
I saved Ricard just so I I could get him out the next time <laughs> and fire. You know, that would be the only reason it would make sense. And that's such like a – but he obviously didn't think he was in that position in the game. Right. And, like, I didn't think that either. I mean, did – I was looking – I was waiting for this question. I don't remember Jeff asking it. But if – did he ever ask the jury and be like, if this was Heather instead of Erica, who would you all vote for? I don't remember him asking that question. And I feel like Xander may have won. Yeah, he would have a much better chance. Because, I mean, I didn't see the way that Final Tribal went. I didn't see, like, any of those, any more of those people voting for Deshaun. Like, I mean. No. I feel like Shan and Ricard had, like, completely spoiled the water for Deshaun. Yeah. And so, like, he might have eked out a couple more votes. And, like, Erica may have might have put a vote on Heather or something like that, mm-hmm. but Xander would not have gotten zero votes. Yeah, you know, like I really think that the reason Deshaun came in second and Xander came in third was because all the people that would have maybe voted for Xander over Deshaun voted for Erica. Right. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like I feel like Xander was like very clearly second place, but Deshaun got one vote and he got nuts. Yeah, I mean, you could tell by the jury's questioning, like, I feel like people going into tribal knew Xander wasn't going to win, but they wanted him to have a good time, you know? <laughs> like, they were like, no, even Liana, who, like, quote-unquote, hates Xander's face, even though they're madly in love with each other, right? Um, is, like, throwing Xander softballs and, like, giving him stuff to, like, explain, like, oh... I will say they they the edit made Xander look like an idiot and Liana asked a bad question. Right. Like it was a confusing question. Xander's been out here for over 3 weeks not eating, yeah. not sleeping at all like the last few yeah. nights and you're going to ask him some weird question like about social that you interjected awareness. into someone else's social awareness either say like social strategy if that's what you're wanting or like social game meaning like connecting with other people yeah and actually i think xander did the social game really well i mean he totally spoiled the knowledge is power and yeah. yeah like that was like maybe tiffany got that information but she also gave him that information and they don't stand a chance unless xander has an idol at all right yes and and like i feel like there were answers to that question and the edit made him look like he paused for like an hour when it was probably like 15 seconds and and like yeah I, I you know he did hold on to that idol and various people told him nothing or they told him to play it or they told him to hold it or whatever and he just held it the whole time and it paid off like it 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 i feel like the the social game social awareness that could be so many things and i feel like xander put together a great one considering he was still there and they were not and like I think that's that's really cheapening his game when like like you know you're saying you had no social awareness, um, it was everybody else that got you here, and it's like yeah, but all of you guys are gone. Like Evie got out like tenth, and I'm still right. here. Right, exactly. Like attributing Xander's game to Evie and Tiffany is stupid. Yeah, like they were like the first boots at the merge, and here's Xander sitting at the end. And like, I, 
I don't really know what people wanted Xander to do. Right. I like, mean, get out Erica at four. Okay. Like maybe yeah, there's a like be more flashy. Like yeah. I don't. At some point, when you you get an idol, apparently you should just play it whether you need it or not, just to like make a move. Yeah. Okay, I will say I think Xander would have won the game, and we talked a lot about this when this happened. If when the uh, tr- uh, merge tribe split up, and he played the idol for Evie, if he played the idol for Evie, and they voted out Deshaun or Danny or whoever, instead of letting it go down and let Evie get voted out, I think they had like a coalition that would have been able to move forward in the game and he would have had the inciting move to start that. Yeah. And so I think in that case, like I think he would have been a more viable winner candidate. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what Xander wanted people to do because I feel like 15 years ago, Xander would have won. Right. Like the more beta winners that have won survivor, um, before Erica, I feel like they've been up against like either really hateable people or like a bunch of goats. Like they were just like the last like semi threat left at the end of the game and they won. And, um, that's not what happened now. Like I don't like Xander won three immunities. He won the final immunity challenge he had an idol. He had a steal of vote. Granted, he used the steal of vote in a way that didn't, didn't affect work. the game at all. Right. Um, which I feel like if you have an advantage, when everyone has an advantage, how you use it ultimately is really important. And he didn't actually ever use an advantage, explicitly use an advantage to get him farther in the game, despite him using his immunity idol to get him where he was because every vote he was saying, I yeah, I've got to play it this time or I'm yeah, gone. Right. And like him playing it for Evie, it, I feel like that's interesting because the only, like, I feel like that idol is what kept, what's kept him around. Like it's made him safe, especially when the numbers cut down to like eight. And then after the Shan vote, because they're like, we need Xander as a number. And if we flip on him, then he could just play his idol and one of us is going home. That's extremely dangerous. Like, there was no splitting the votes. That's never a thing. It's not a thing anymore. And that's what kept him around. So, like, I'm curious if he does play it for Evie, if people are like, wait, Xander's actually playing this game? Like, oh, snap. Like, maybe as big of a target is on his back now as Ricard. And he even, like, that was his whole thing with Ricard. He was like, I need people to think that the target, I need a target that's bigger than myself. Which maybe that was a bit ego inflated, but also, like, that's a good strategy. And, yeah. And he like he wasn't even like brought up as an option for episodes, for tribals, for anything over the last like four four episodes. And, you know, that's impressive. Like, yeah, Erica could say she's on the right side of the vote, but she was just kind of there and then she capitalized on Ricard and Deshaun and Danny flipping. Yeah, I mean, maybe and, and Xander talked about using Ricard as a shield in Final Tribal. And I'm wondering if, like, maybe the meat shield strategy, like, doesn't work as well in a first-timer season because not everyone has, like, 
an ex like an explicit threat level coming into the game. Mm-hmm. So like in second chances, you know, Jeremy's keeping like Joe around and he's keeping Spencer around and he's keeping Steven around so that he doesn't get voted out. But like if it's a first time season and no one has seen Jeremy before and doesn't know Jeremy, then maybe they're like, well, Spencer's here at the end. Why should we give it to Spencer instead of you? Yeah. You know, and like, obviously like Jeremy was what we were relying on, like social game and like people wanting to give him a million dollars. But like, I, I, I'm wondering if like, it's your first time out. Like, you need to be flashy, especially in New Survivor, to win. Um, and Erica was not like flashy with advantages, but she did flash like she was actually the one controlling who voted for who. Not exactly who was going home, but like we're splitting the votes this way. Or she was not only like voting out who she wanted to go home, but she was like voting out. She was voting out the person she wanted, and she was saying, even if this goes wrong, plan B will still protect me and insulate me. Yes. Like, when when Shan went, got voted out, and she, like, everybody was like, we're just going to put our votes on Shan. And Erica worked with, like, Deshaun and Danny to just vote for Liana instead of, like, you know, Shan or her, and, like, split the vote. So it was 3-3-2 three, three, instead of... Six two or four two four four whatever it was, and that's really the only time that we actually got to see her say my name's on the block. I don't like that. I'm gonna change it, and like the rest of it was just kind of like she's in the power alliance. And I felt like every move after that was just her and Xander, her and Ricard, just kind of doing what they needed to do to make it to the next step. Um, and like the whole the whole argument. Like, I've been thinking about a lot about this as I'm watching old Survivor. It's like, literally anyone can make any argument for why they're the best Survivor player of the season. It could be anything, you know? Mm-hmm. It, the jury honestly just has to buy it. And that's why that's why I thought that Xander was going to win, but reading Deshaun's interview, I mean, not, not Deshaun, Danny's exit interview, like... Danny was like Xander was like not a thing. Like Xander, he was that fighting was so bad. He was fighting they, against an invisible enemy. They need to like the producers need to do something about like spoilery exit interviews. Yeah, especially if they're gonna like read the votes at the right because it's on like the they beach. all know. Right, they already know Xander got no votes. Yeah. So Danny can already say with certainty that Xander, no one on the jury wanted, thought Xander was going to win. Right. Yeah. And I think that Erica was like more likable, it seemed to me, when I watched the show. People seemed to like like Erica more than Xander. Um, and they liked this story of a lamb turning into a lion, this story of this quiet person, this small person beating Goliath, you know, making it all the way. They seem to buy that. And I feel like that's kind of ingrained in our culture, right? Nobody wants to be like like the Goliath. No one wants to be the giant. No one wants to be the physical threat. Like Danny was like, I wanted to play that game. Like I 
that was like my whole point. And even Deshaun was like, yeah, Danny just was playing too slow. Like he didn't really seem to like want to play the game. And that's kind of what Danny wanted to do. Like he couldn't, he knew he couldn't win as like this Aussie, this physical threat. So he had to win as a slower, patienter player. And like Erica basically played that and then she sold that really well. And the jury bought it. And it's like, I mean, Deshaun also made it there. Yeah, like the yelling at Tribal about like truth bombs and whatnot. It may have been stupid, but it also got him. Like, I feel like that's kind of what got him there because then people are like, well, the jury won't vote for you. Yeah, he was messy enough to make it to the final three. Like, exactly. Like, Danny was too buttoned up. They're like, Danny might win. So Deshaun isn't going to win. Let's take him. Yeah. And, and, there's an argument there that's like that strategy on Deshaun's part to get to the end because he got to the end and you didn't. So like I, in terms of like who wins, I probably, it would have been a toss up for me between Xander and Erica, but it's like anyone can make any type of argument. You could go to the end with Russell Hance, who's like played strategically like the greatest game of all time, but then say, but he sucks I'm nice, and I made it here, and you didn't, and win a million dollars. Like, you know, it, 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 it's just all about reading the jury, understanding what they want, what's a good storyline for you, what doesn't make you look bad, and selling that. Yeah, like, I, I've been thinking a lot about, like, if I was on a Survivor jury, maybe I would just, like, go in before the season started and be like, I don't care about gameplay at all. I'm just going to vote for the person at the end who I want to win a million dollars. Like, period. Like, I don't care about blind sides, like, all this. And to me, that kind of makes sense. And um, I'm not sure that's not what happened in this season. Like, Deshaun made a bunch of people mad at him throughout the season especially like seemingly the most vocal jury members right yeah did not were not deshaun fans and i don't think anybody wants to give a million dollars to a 20 year old right especially one as cocky as it and so like we can talk about how survivor doesn't have enough woman winners and then we can also talk about how survivor i mean it's rare to have a young winner and there have been a fair share of like 18 to 22 year olds who have gotten deep into the end game and haven't won yeah a xander might be one of the youngest to ever sit at the final three right but i mean Jeff, I think, wants there to continually be 20-year-olds in the game. And uh, I could definitely see them continually getting there. And, yeah, I get it. I'm 27. Like, I would want a million dollars to go to, like, a 32-year-old with kids (laughs) and not a 20-year-old whose parents are paying for college. Yeah. Like... That's a completely different thing to yeah. me. And Deshaun's a med student. Like he's gonna be a doctor. He's fine. 
He's fine. He's going to be Right. Fine. And like Erica and Deshaun are both fine. They're both, you know, professionally successful or whatever. Um, but I think it was more of like, well, Xander is not, not really an option here. Yeah. So I wonder like, you know, of course, like that's ageism against younger people. That's like the bias you're allowed to have in our society right now. Yeah. You know, um, and like a bunch of old ladies get to the final three all the time and never win. So yeah. who's like the oldest winner on Survivor? Denise? Bob Crowley, I okay. believe, is the okay, oldest yeah. Survivor winner. Um, yeah. Like they don't win very often. No, they don't. And there's been several women in their 40s and up who have sat there and gotten no votes. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have been the same with Heather if she had made it. She only didn't make the final three because Xander thought she could make fire. Yeah. Like, her ability to make fire cost her actually being in the final three. Yeah. Even though she was a goat. So, that's all very confusing. Right. Um, But, like, so maybe if I'm going to be, like, a goat, maybe I also just shouldn't be able to make fire. I'm automatically putting myself in the final three by that. Because yeah. if Xander didn't think Heather would beat Deshaun, he wouldn't have put Deshaun and Heather in. He would have put... I don't even know. Actually, I have no idea what he would have done. Hopefully, he would have put himself in Yeah, against Deshaun. It's, That's the thing. At least put yourself in against Deshaun, who you've seen you know has he, never made fire before. Yeah. Granted, Deshaun did win the fire-making challenge. Right. First, like the edit all season was like, Deshaun's going to do this thing. Then he didn't do it. And then they would say, like, oh, Deshaun is going to do this do or die challenge. And he has a, a quote unquote one in three chance of going home, which mm-hmm. the way he played it, he did. And then he stayed. And then it's like, Deshaun can't make fire. Oh, he wins the fire making challenge. So the whole edit with Deshaun was just like a lie in your face. Another thing happens. Yeah. Like for someone who said they'd never made fire, Deshaun did actually pretty good in the fire making challenge. Yeah. He must have practiced that. Like he got it like hard. He got a flame going like relatively quick. Then he smothered it. Yeah. But yeah. And he said that was his problem. Like he couldn't take it from stage one to stage two. Like he couldn't make it taller. And then he finally made it taller and it paid off. Um, yeah. Like I feel like we're going to see a lot more Chris Underwood's that just take the necklace off and say, get over here. I'm taking you out right now. Like, like I feel like that's going to be the new move because Nora didn't win. Uh, Natalie didn't win. Uh, and now Xander didn't win. All three of those, one immunity, sent two other people to fire. And they got the same question, except outside of Nora, because no one was going to vote for Nora anyway. But it's like, they get the same question. Why not take on Tony and fire? Why not take on Erica and fire? Why not at least send Erica to fire? And, you know, like, is that just a prerequisite? Like, just because Chris Underwood did it once, now it's like an expectation that if you don't do that, you're kind of a coward. Well... You have to know where you are because it depends what what kind of player you are. I mean, Nora wasn't going to win no matter who she put in fire, yeah. if she put herself in and won again. Like, 
she was not winning yeah. Survivor. Right. So that that's one thing. I mean, and then like there's the strategy of like, oh well, I'll take someone with me and make them look like the goat that I want to go against, which is what Xander did. And then it it reflects good on that person because they have good social game. Right. So maybe the thing to do is to tank Final Four immunity. <laughs> Let the cards fall where they may. If you get put into fire, you look like a threat. If you get taken, then you can just say, yeah, I manipulated them into bringing me here. I'm right. going to kick their butt now. Yeah. And like maybe winning Final Four immunity is actually not that beneficial. Yeah, it's a curse. and Because it, it's like if you win and give it up, you look like a total moron if you lose. Um, yeah. Well, the thing to me, and this is... I'm not sure that like winning immunities when you're sitting at final tribal council matters anymore. Unless it was like we were going to vote you out and then you won, we were going to vote you out and then you won, we were going to yeah. vote you out and then you won. Like it has to be like three or four times in a row, we were going to vote you out, but then you won immunity. Mm -hmm. It's not just like I won four immunities. Yeah. You know, Xander won, I think either tied for the most or, the, or second with Ricard somewhere yeah. in there. I think him and Erica both won two and Ricard won like three. Yeah. And it's like, that didn't matter seemingly at all at the final tribal. Not to say that should have put Xander ahead of Erica, but if they won the same amount, but like, I mean, why doesn't that matter? Right. Like that's been a core tenant of the game for so yeah. long. And now I don't know what like, outplay that is a one-third of the game i feel like the jury is like almost more cloudy on like who they're gonna vote for than ever before in survivor history like i think at first it was like who do we like who do we want to win a million dollars and then it was kind of creeping towards like who do we like and like who's played really well they've won immunity challenges they provided around camp like a jt you know and then it's like okay who do we not hate? That was a phase that we went in for a right. little bit there. And then, you know, then it was like, how many big moves did you make? How many idols did you play? How many immunity challenges did you win? And now it's just like, I don't know. Like, oh, a woman hasn't won in a while. And I'm like, I don't mean that to take away from Erica, but that seemed to be like a theme that we saw throughout the merge, the post merge was a woman hasn't won in a while. And Erica's even saying, like, I want a woman to win. I want a woman to win Survivor. Yeah. I want it to be me. Yeah. So I'm going to vote a woman out to get there to make sure that it's me. But she's like, I feel like people want a woman to win, and I want to be sitting there giving them that opportunity. Right. And so, like, all of these things about ourselves are now, like, so intertwined in the gameplay. And uh, it's really interesting because yeah, and maybe it's always been there but now it's like on the table right it's spoken by like the contestants and the edit right you know like we heard shan talk about it because she was like deshaun did you like uh did you really just backstab me just for the million dollars like how cheap did you feel anything for that was that like cheap for you was that easy for you to just like betray me like that with this alliance because like you know i think that's i was never gonna give up on my people like my culture and she was like i would have sat fourth to watch you three get the top three which 
I don't know if that's true, but let's just say that that is true, okay? That goes back to exactly what you're saying. Like, you know, this this Erica's a woman, you know, maybe people feel like we haven't had a woman winner in a while. I want to see a woman win it for social reasons in the game and outside of the game. I want to see a black Final Four, and I want to see a black winner, and I will sacrifice my game to get to the jury to vote for that. And and that is something that is whole very new that is very new and i feel like it is reflective of the type of culture that we live in now um and you know that's going to change the game it's going to change everything in the game and you know the game is going to be maybe not harder to play as in like survival wise or like no rice or like whatever but it's like trying to navigate those social issues in a way where you come out and you look good enough for the people on the jury to say i want this person to be my winner and i feel like the people that voted for i don't know people that voted for like mike in heroes hustlers whatever ben for for well, Ben and they, Mike are essentially the same, but yes, it's yes, two different seasons. Yeah, what was Mike's one? The blue collar apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like the people who voted for Mike, like Mike won because he won like four immunity challenges right up to the final four, and like I don't think that works. Like Mike, I think you know wasn't friends with everyone. Like everyone was kind of like this guy kind of sucks. I don't think he wins now. You know, if he pulls what he what he did with the uh the letters from home thing, like if he tried that, oh man, he's gone. Like they may have like a tribal and Jeff's like it feels like we're all on the same page. Mike, why don't you get your torch? Like it, like you know, it could be one of those where it's just like and 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 that's just kind of like you have to seem, you have to appear, you have to be a good person for like 20 something days. And, like, that is, you know, that's always been a part of it. That's why Russell Hance never won. But it's also, like, that's, like, a huge part of it. That may be the majority of it now. Yeah, because everyone's made moves. And everyone has had an advantage of something. And once all of everyone's moves and advantages and relationships cancel out, it's kind of like, Okay. Like, we like him. One thing that I thought was really interesting was, like, it seemed like there was a lot of jury members who knew Deshaun or Xander better than Erica and still voted for Erica. Yeah. Because, like, um, Ricard was, like, saying, like, Erica, I think you're wonderful. I think you've been dominating this game. And I think you put almost all of us over here. But no one else thinks that. He was like, I mean, no one really knows you. And mm-hmm. it's like, if I'm Erica, I'm like, I thought that the way that she responded to that was awesome. Like, instead of being like, well, y'all didn't try to be my friend and that's on you. Instead, she was like, I understand who I am as a person. I'm not going to be able to like manipulate everyone in the game and like befriend mm-hmm. them just to cut them 
I am like a one-on-one relationships person. I'm a small groups person. I am going to find my people and I'm going to work with them all the way to the end. And that's what she did. She's not a Shan who's going to be like controlling every aspect of the game and having the conversation with Mm -hmm. every single person to make sure that she's the one getting credit. Her and Ricard arguing like, I think I should be the one to play this advantage because you got to play the last one. Right. And I think that I'm going to have a conversation with this person because you've been duping everyone else. Yeah. And so I thought it was interesting where she was like, I didn't care if Heather got the shine for any moves. And I'm like, don't worry, she didn't. But Erica was was basically saying like, I like I know I'm a self-aware person. I know people underestimate me. I know I couldn't play like a huge flashy game and be sitting here. Mm-hmm. So I played my game and won. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Where, where, where were we? We, we? Yeah. We're just kind of vibing around the whole, the whole finale right now. So like final four, uh, we talked about, I really like the final immunity challenge. Yeah. Because that that's not new. Like we've seen that challenge, but we I don't think we've ever seen it. That as, exact challenge. Yes, because you remember, I think you. I remember watching Ty do this season, do this do this challenge. Uh, it was like, but it was like immunity instead of like final three. They had to spell out like immunity. But were they on like a little boat looking thing that rocked back and forth? I think so. I think so. I know they've done stacks with a thing, but I didn't know they yeah. were on a platform that was also affecting. I don't know it. if it was a boat. I mean, it was definitely something where they had to like stay balanced. Um, and I mean, I remember Ty because he couldn't spell immunity right. Uh, but uh, like, yeah, that challenge is very good. But also, Xander kind of smoked everybody. If Ricard's in that challenge, I think Ricard wins easy. I mean, dude is like yoga master. Like, I mean, I think he like just like goes like back and forth so fast, so calm, and just gets it done. Like, so I think that's what I think. You know, um, I, I feel like if Xander did play the idol for Ricard, I think that would have been a massive mistake. Because yeah, that's, I mean, that's gambling that you can beat Ricard and then beat him in fire, which but- is. If you know you're a zero vote finalist, then you might as well yeah. gamble. And that's why I was saying like you wouldn't do it if if you were actually in Xander's position with Xander's mindset, mindset of where he is in the game. But if you if I'm going in knowing like I'm in fourth out of five right now, then or third out of four, or I guess going into final five, fourth out of fifth, mm-hmm. yeah, then you should do it. Because you're good. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Right. Um. Yeah. So. So they do that. I did. I did like the challenge. Uh. That fire making contest was so. I was. I was prepared for it to be like an hour long. Like I was prepared to just sit there for forever, and it looked like it was gonna sit there for forever, and then it's chaotic. Like they were talking about Heather's, like a uh, Stephen Fishback and. Rob, we're talking about Heather's stack being not underneath the rope. And I didn't even see that. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Like, you know, wind, I I, I, don't, I wouldn't have thought of that, like, at all. Like, I mean, they're like, there's so many things to go into a fire-making challenge. I'm like, really? Is there? Like, is there a lot? 
Yeah, I mean, even like when I'm at the coffee shop and there's a line starting to form, I can feel my hands getting a little bit shakier and a little bit tighter as I'm trying Mm -hmm. to like do these things that take some level of precision Mm -hmm. with weighing out espresso. You know, we have a manual espresso machine tamping and all that. And I can kind of feel my hands getting tighter. I'm having to not only think about what I'm, all the things I'm doing, but I'm also having to like make sure that my shaky hands don't ruin it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I am, cannot imagine being in a fire making challenge. Just like your hand, just like, like shaking all yeah, over the floor. Yeah, I mean, like, ah. and then like you're holding a very sharp object, right? And moving it towards your hand that's holding the other thing. I mean, there's a like at the end of the day, some people just can't make it fire. If you can't make fire at camp, I wouldn't expect you to be able to make fire. Yeah. At tribal, which is why I was shocked that Deshaun won. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of going in, t- and I was telling Madeline, I was like, I could see Heather just like being so nervous and just like not being able to get it down and like doing that like old lady thing where you're like, oh, well, and you're just like <laughs> that old lady can't that later date thing that later age thing. Yeah, and. uh yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot that goes into it. I don't know if I'm buying, like, like I don't know how the wind is different three feet away from right. another person. Yeah, I do think it's probably something you have to account for in where you build your fire on the little platform, but there's not a lot of room. You kind of have to build it, like, right under the rope. Yeah. And if the wind's blowing, then maybe just, like, stand, stand on the other of side of it. We've seen somebody do that, right? I don't know. I feel like Lucina did that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so I do it. It's like, how do you feel about just automatic fire? Cause I don't think they, maybe I don't think they would have like all agreed to send maybe Deshaun home, but I could actually have seen them voting for Erica. I could actually have seen this going to a fire making anyways. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Like, and the only reason it wouldn't would be if Heather flipped or something. Well, like I kind of feel like Xander was more afraid of Deshaun than Erica. Yeah. In a way. And, but I could definitely see Deshaun like putting it on really hard for Xander to vote for Erica. And, I don't think Heather would have voted for Erica. So I could see it have been Deshaun and Xander vote Erica, Erica and Heather vote Deshaun, and then we're in a fire-making challenge anyways. I mean, kind of like what I was saying earlier, It, the, I, I'm not going to say that I like Final Four fire-making because that's like kind of an unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not like for survivor purists. But I feel like it gives the best opportunity for the best player to stay in the game, which is what we should want. 
Right. We should want the best player to be sitting there at the end. The best out of four, we want them to be in the final three. Mm-hmm. It gives them, that person, a chance, even if they don't win immunity. It gives someone who we don't think is a competitor or a, a true winner candidate an opportunity to vault themselves into that conversation. As Xander could have done tonight, or last night, or really six months ago <laughs> yeah. when this actually happened. Right. But chose not to because he didn't know where he was. But obviously, season 38, Chris Underwood was not a winner candidate going into the finale. Mm-hmm. Crazy yeah. things happen because there's a fire making challenge. I'm not saying that what happened in the season 38 finale was good for Survivor. But it was a great night of television. And so I know all the Survivor purists out there are probably annoyed with people like me. But the truth is, like, I feel like it kind of creates an even playing field for more players. Instead of, like, putting... Like, it does cheapen winning final immunity, as we've already talked about. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but it allows for somebody that would have been voted out a chance to stay in, including a lot of players that have either won or lost fire making that have been like the most viewed as the best player from their season, like, uh, Rick Devins Mm -hmm. type player. He had a chance to make it. Yeah. Um, and he also was voted out already. Yes. And okay, we, were, we don't need to rehash And we were that. very prepared to to crown Rick Devins the champion of that season. We don't need to rehash season 38. Okay. Yeah. That one, was, of the, one of the greatest seasons of all time. It was horrible. Edge of extinction. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, that's going to completely change like how we how we view winners, how we view the game, how we view... The finals um and yeah uh in terms of the final tribal there was still there was a lot of like back and forth in the jury like nasir just like hopped in on danny's question did you notice that like they were like you know normally the jury has like structure in terms of okay danny you're gonna go first and then evie you're gonna ask your question and then but no that was not like it was like Ricard just like, may I interject? And it's like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess you can because apparently you are and it's happening. Okay. Like, I thought that was odd. But I think that's the format now. I'm actually, I know that we've all watched a lot of old seasons during COVID, but that's actually, I think what they've done at least the last couple seasons Mm. of Survivor is it hasn't been like, there haven't, the contestants remaining haven't given speeches and then it hasn't been like one yeah. juror at a time. That's kind of what Jeff wants to happen is to have like an open conversation, which, you know, as anyone who's been in any sort of um, group conversation or classroom, you know that a lot of times these conversations can just be dominated by the three people who think they're the smartest and right. actually aren't. Yes. So, but when it's not live and you can go back and cut, you know, for all we know, Tiffany talked the most 
and they just cut it all out because she's not a major character right. and no one cares what she thinks. So, I mean, for all we know, that could have happened. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like this this platform, I prefer just the questions, answers. I feel like that seems that like that's clearer to me, like what is going on, because the more jury is allowed to talk, unless they just completely use their time to totally like say this person should win or this person shouldn't win. I feel like that gives a clear description of like what that's different than like normal conversation like at camp. Like it's like, okay, Xander, tell me how you won. And I felt like Xander actually got that question from Deshaun and answered it pretty well. And I I wish from that, Danny. From Danny, yes. And I wish that uh they all kind of got a similar question like that. And, and it just, it like bums me out. Cause like, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I just like to structure more when they just stand up and then they talk and then they clearly are talking to the people and then they say their piece and then they sit down. Yeah. I, th- I like that better too. I mean, I think, um, I think that they probably wanted to move away from that because it really ha- had become like, every juror just getting up and stumping for whoever they wanted to win. Yeah. Like there was some iconic moments of that where people successfully went up there and said, guys, what are we doing? This person is clearly the winner. Yeah. Like, like Eric from survivor Samoa gets up there and basically says, Natalie's the winner of this season. Yeah. And that's who every single person should vote for. Yeah. And uh, I feel like there was enough of those moments that then every contestant thinks this will be my iconic moment to go up there and affect <laughs> and basically name who Survivor winner is. Yeah, like and Ozzy s- saying, "Brad, I am your champion tonight." You know, like like stuff like that. And it's like, you know, didn't work out for Brad, but may have got him a, another vote. I don't know. And like, you know, there it's like the jury. I feel like is not like to have an open debate it's kind of just like to get there get some closure on like what has happened and understand why it happened and see if you can understand their games and, yeah and i like it's not for like but no you don't understand what this did you suck like like i, I feel like that's not like the point of that like i don't i don't want to see that at least um and uh yeah so i mean the good thing about it is i feel like other jurors can like step in if you're getting beat down by a juror unnecessarily they can step in and back you if they so choose where in the other format they were not able to do that right yeah true true what did you think about immediate announcement of winner and doing the reunion show the after show right then I mean, I thought there were some parts of it that were fun. I thought it was way better than Zoom. And when they <laughs> recorded this, they didn't know what the COVID situation was right. going to be as far as gatherings. I mean, the vaccine had like just been made available mm-hmm. to regular people. Um, so I, I, I liked it. It was a little bit too raw for me. Yeah. Like... Primarily for Xander and Deshaun. Yes. yes. I mean, 
you could like see it on Xander's face. He was completely shell shocked. Yeah. The entire time. And like Jeff finally asked him a question towards the end and he like said something, but it had nothing, nothing to do to with do the question. With, it was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad to be here. I've yeah. had a really awesome time and I'm just yeah. so thankful. Like Jeff Xander. Asked- and the thing is like, that could have happened at the final tribal, but, but at least then he's watched the whole season. Yeah. And Xander could still think going into that, I'm going to win. And yeah. that has happened on several occasions. Right. But maybe he talks to like some other people and they say, hey, man, like I just yeah. I think that people were vibing Erica more. Yeah. Maybe a jury member tips him off like, hey, I love you just so you know, like. I voted for Erica. Erica got some votes. Yeah. You know, um, and it's like uh, they've yeah. spent over three weeks on this island and like they're thinking, I'm going to win. Maybe not Deshaun. Xander's thinking, I'm going to win. And all of a sudden, they're going to flip the furniture around and I lost. And now I'm just going to be on national, international television. Yeah. I would be so pissed, you know? Like, it was like someone, like, backstage... Like, you're supposed to give a speech, and then someone backstage is like, hey, man, uh, your dog got hit by a car. <laughs> All right, uh, go on out, and uh, your beloved dog of 10 years got hit by a car, but you know what? It's time for you to do this speech, so just go on out there and do right. it. Yeah, it, 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 it just... Man, it just sucked. And like I don't want to see somebody have that reaction. And it's like you give them some time to decompress. Like, you know, when you when they at talk at least to, give them like an hour. Yeah. And when they talk to like the people after they get voted out, I'm sure they sit them down there for like twenty minutes and ask them question after question to try to get some type of positive spin out of whatever answer there is and use it. And I felt like they just didn't do Xander any justice at all. Jeff started asking about his one question was about, hey, do you feel like, you know, your social game could have been better? Do you think that that's probably like social wares? Do you think that's where like it all fell apart? And then he just doesn't answer that question clearly edited where he doesn't answer that question at all, like at all, because he didn't he hasn't had time to process like maybe I wasn't aware. Wait. Like, yeah, like if someone just tells you you aren't aware, but you haven't had time to think about in what ways and right. you haven't watched yourself on TV be unaware, yeah, then well, how are you supposed to answer that question? Exactly. Yeah, I felt for Deshaun and for, for Xander in that moment. I mean, like, especially with their perceptions of Erica getting smoked by her that bad, like... It's got to suck. At least Deshaun's thinking second place. I could have been in third place. 100 k Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I'm Deshaun, I'm like, the way that tribal count, that tribal was looking, I would have thought I was in third. Right. So second place, okay. He's like, I had about an hour during tribal to process. I'm a zero vote finalist. I'm in third place. And then it's like, hey, second place. Yeah. And Xander's the whole time is thinking, I'm going to win. I think I... I'm a, I'm winning Survivor right now, right? Fulfilling my lifelong dream, and yeah, I mean, he just got the rug pulled out right from under him. Yeah, I mean, that was that was probably the most shocking I've seen 
a finalist get no votes for me just like no votes you know like that was the real gut punch for me like because they showed like erica deshaun and then they showed erica again and then they showed erica again and then they showed erica again i was like xander didn't get one vote that is insane like i, I thought all three of them were going to get at least one vote right it's just like i guess i mean i don't it has like evie and tiffany must have just really not liked xander that much because you don't you don't spend that much time with someone you don't get saved by someone's idol see them in the final three they didn't backstab you ever and then he kind of ditched them but they also ditched him like they like i like they can't get mad at him for doing what he did evie can maybe say you should have played the idol for me but that's an incredible thing for someone to do on survivor and i think they understand that i think that they must just not have liked him or trusted him with a million dollars and the the title of soul survivor you know maybe they're like erica seems cool i'm gonna vote for erica like which is insane because the edit this edit confused the crap out of me and maybe that was the goal of the edit they're sick of people on twitter saying the edit's leaning toward tony you know the edit's leaning toward chris underwood like they're like no we're not gonna show this girl for the first three episodes and she's gonna win and then this guy that we've shown every episode has had the most testimonials of anyone isn't gonna get one vote well erica was shown on the first episode she got two confessionals on the first episode she actually before the finale was only one confessional behind ricard wow so and of course she finished with more because ricard got voted out i guess her testimonials were just seemed more minor to me yeah i mean like she like and i as much as like people i think want to blame the editors for not being able to show beta winners appropriately and show all the things that they're doing and show their strategy i actually think a lot of the viewers just discount them automatically yeah yeah like they're like erica's not winning and she did disappear pre-merge a little bit there yeah but her tribe wasn't going to tribal council her there her obviously her tribe wasn't going to tribal council and clearly the most interesting thing that was happening was Nasir getting coconuts and papayas and then Danny and Deshaun trying to throw the challenges. Yes. That was by far more interesting than anything Erica was doing. And so now the editors are having to say, we have these great character moments mm -hmm. from people who did not win Survivor. Or we have the person who won Survivor... Being boring. <laughs> saying... Yeah, the me and Heather are kind of on the bottom right now. Or like, one thing I wish they had done is like her and Heather made the final four. I wish we had gotten more of that relationship. Yeah, pre-merge. Yeah, because like they we, did have a really moving moment over steak and vegetables um, after the final four immunity. Five. I think it's five. Five. Yeah. So they did have they did have that touching moment. And it, it was touching, but it was kind of like, but 
We didn't see that build. Yeah. It was like coming in on a sitcom at the end of the second season, right? You can tell it's like a big emotional moment. It's really nice. But you also didn't see Jim and Pam together that much. Like, I like this season especially, they could have made the episodes each two hours long. And it wouldn't have been too long of episodes. Mm. Like they had the cast to carry it and the relationships to carry it. And if you're going to throw all these advantages in that are going to take a quarter of the episode to explain and execute, then you need to add time to the episode. And that was another thing that hurt is Erica didn't go on any like fun side quests pre-merge. Right. Like the, the biggest moment that we got before like the end game from Erica was the hourglass thing, Mm -hmm. which was widely disliked even by the players playing the game. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yeah. I mean, the bachelor is two hours long. Every episode of the bachelor is two hours long and they're not even doing challenges. It's like, it's too long. (laughs) It's too long, but there's no voting. It's one person who's just going over it in her mind. Like, like, how is that longer than this thing? It's too long, but like the characters on survivor are better. There's challenges. There's obviously way more strategy involved, right? Like, there's so much fluff on The Bachelor, and yet ABC air. Maybe ABC doesn't have anything better to air. But what on CBS is getting better ratings than Survivor besides the NFL? Young Sheldon. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Maybe Amazing Race will do well when it comes back. But yeah, I mean, I this was a perfect opportunity. Drop the four, keep the one. Survivor is an hour and a half now. Yeah. And, or at least do it more often. And it would have like really helped. I think us seeing Erica's victory and still getting all the great character moments along the way. And I, I think I think this is just a part where we are with network TV. The ads are getting longer and the content's getting shorter. It's been this it's been going this direction for years and years. There was no intro this year, this season. There was no intro. It was like bang, you're on Survivor. Uh, there I were, mean, there hasn't been. Yes, but like you remember, like in Winners at War, like they did like the huge like ceremonial music that everyone thought was terrible. You know, like they, like it was like there were more just like long drawn out moments. This season, it was like everything you're watching is a conversation that's kind of pertinent to what the game is, and there was no fat. Like they cut all the fat off it, and it was just whatever it was so like maybe in the past we get to see heather and erica but this season with the characters and the cast as good as it was as as strong personally as in as deep as they were there just wasn't room to put them early in the season and it's quite possible that if erica goes to Shipwheel island we're not saying this like Right. And I think, like, if I'm creating the show and I'm handing out advantages, I would think if I gave that many advantages out and I was making sure they're getting sprinkled around to all the tribes, I would think that the person who won the game would have at least gotten one. Yeah. And so, obviously, that didn't work out for the producers because now they've got 
all this stuff they have to show because you can't just have people show up with an advantage and not explain it. And they've done this whole big setup for these advantages. But then it's like the people that are going are then getting voted out. Brad's getting voted out. JD's getting voted out. Sydney's getting voted out. Tiffany's getting voted out. So we have all these characters that we've seen, but those are not the people in the game at the end. Right. Like, like if Erica had, had gone to the island with, you know, Xander and um, JD at like the big first episode, maybe then we're thinking, hey, Erica, she's a fun little girl. Yeah. Right. But we're not thinking that. We're not. We're like, who is this lamb over here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The edit. Yeah. Um, man, what else is there? Is there is there anything else? I mean, before we do, before we're done, I would just like us to do a draft of every player from this season we would like to see again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All eighteen. I mean, let's do. Let's we do can all just 18. do ten. I feel no. like we could easily get to ten. Okay, we'll just do rapid fire for the last eight. I mean, we don't. I don't care about the last eight. They're I not playing know, again. I want to know who we think is like the least. We want to see the least. But you know, Danny said he's not playing Survivor again. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. I feel like his mind might change over time. Yeah, that does happen. It, like always, like a couple years go by, and then they get asked, and it's like, I'd well, and they think, <laughs> man, I haven't been so excited in my life since I was on Survivor. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm good at it. Maybe I could win it this time. Yeah. Okay, so let's do draft so, for returners. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, I'll go first. First person that I want to see again. Not that I think is going to be on again because that's a different draft. Right. Person that I want to see on Survivor again, Nasir. Yes. That's a good pick. That is a good pick. Why do you want to see Nasir? He's Nasir. This isn't hard. He's like he's awesome. He's I don't as have confused to explain as a that. Good on AstroTurf. Like he's awesome. Yeah. He's like literally every time Nasir's on TV, everyone in America is smiling. <laughs> like his smile is just so infectious. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's yeah Nasir. Obviously, yeah. number one. I'm gonna go Ricard. I think that. Ricard would either dominate or get voted out first because it depends on if he's on like an all winner season or uh, I mean, a all returner season, all returner season, or if he's on like, hey, you're the team captain of this tribe. Yeah. Of course, those people are going to vote they Ricard may, out. I, I would be surprised. I also would be surprised if they did a season like that again, they considering shouldn't. the last two have been terrible. Yeah. Uh, like you know russell got voted off immediately yeah um and uh yeah like i i think that in an all returner season he would even be marked as a target but maybe some people would think i actually like this guy i think this guy could win and everyone's a target i want to take this guy to final five and then vote him out again you know um i would just love to see ricard so who you got? Nasir, Ricard, off the table. I'm going to go with... 
You know what? I'm going to go with Evie. Evie. Yeah. Why Evie? Obviously, I've spoken at length about Evie on this podcast. I love uh, I love them. I want them back on my TV. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to explain it. People have been watching the show. They know why we want these people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh. Oh. Man, there's so many good ones. Uh, I'm going to go with Xander. Xander gives me spencer vibes but i loved watching spencer on survivor i i think i don't know if xander will come back because i feel like he's probably pissed off he's like even watching the edit i'm like dude i i I really crushed that season and they didn't give me a million dollars like can i can i win a million dollars i I, like i feel like but he's 20 and he could be like young and think this is an adventure and go back but i think i think he would come back and try to like say yeah i made some mistakes last time coming back like i'm gonna change my game like like i feel like i feel very spencer in him and i loved watching spencer on both of his seasons in kageon and second chances so like i'd love to have xander back i'd be surprised if xander didn't come back honestly he, he got such a good edit like i mean i i do feel like he probably is loved by a wide swath of the fan base um, he might not be like loved by like Survivor Reddit or whatever, but I right. feel like by like a large swath of the fan base, he'll be incredibly popular. Yeah. So I, I would like to see Xander again as well. Um, so number five, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Shan. Yes. She she's the first character in Survivor history to have her own theme music. <laughs> like she has to come back. She's iconic. So they have the music now. She has to come back so that they can use it. She is iconic. She is I feel like she is beloved and she or she is She's uh, you love her or hate her. Right. It, like, Sometimes both. You know, some people compare like say she's a wonderful person, some people compare her to a cult leader. You know, like it's kind of you you either sit on one side or the other and that's good television. You know, yeah. she's good at the game for those exact reasons. Yeah, watching her navigate Ua was a master class. Yes. Yes. Um so I'm 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 stuck in between a couple. Um but I'm gonna go with someone who was not did not make final eleven. I'm gonna go with Sydney. Oh, I would love to see Sydney again. Sydney rocks. Like, like I, Sydney is one that I can almost guarantee won't play again. Well, this is my list, right? Like, yeah. this is this yeah. is my list. I would love to see Sydney again. You know, like, and I feel like all the returner seasons need people that are weird that are loud that are cocky that are personality you need like normal ones like that are good at the game like jeremy steven you know you need those guys those guys aren't going to always feed you the best tv sydney would like sydney's been talking about how she's got robbed you know and all this stuff 
I think that she would come back and have like like a vendetta against like the game and against people and play it like the same way. And I I I'd love to see Sydney again. Wow. When you said before the merge, I was not expecting you to say Sydney. <laughs> um I'm gonna go next with Brad. Wow. Brad is awesome. <laughs> like, honestly, he he made the first few episodes of the season so entertaining. Yeah. Like him running around and like trying to like climb in the bush and listen to what people are saying and like Yeah. He's just a kooky, crazy guy. Yeah. And he's like it was great. I would love to see Brad. He looks like he runs around like a giraffe or something. <laughs> I think like like uh I think if he was better at the game, I would love to see him back. I think he would be better next time. Like yeah, he's just yeah. It's just like a fatal he just kept telling everybody everything. And it's like you just you can't tell everybody how you feel. You can't tell Sarah that she's gonna go home the first day. <laughs> you can't do that. Oh my gosh, I forgot he did that. He's an uh, icon. Um and yeah. So I'm going to go with another pre-merge and another ooh. I want to see JD back. Get some more bad impressions. Yes. Maybe he can try some Xander impressions next time. Yeah. Yeah. Like instead of saying like Man, like I want to be like woo. I want to be like Ozzy. Like you know, I want to be like these guys. These guys are my idols. They'll so just be like, I want to be like Xander. That guy's awesome. I want to make it to the final three and not get a single vote. I like. I love that. I, I JD love that. needs to be like himself next time, and like actually play like a grounded game. Yeah. He was playing crazy, dude. Man, I love watching him in challenges, dude. Money. He kept trying to Kobe. finger roll it. Was it? Did he say money or Kobe? I think he said money. Money. Like that's just like that's iconic in Survivor, especially when you're bad. Like that's amazing. Like uh, I'd love to see him again. But like it's just like I love I love fielding a group of characters around like six really good players, but I, they can't all be good. I think when they're all good, I'm like. There's too much going on here. I feel like you need like 10 good players. Mm. Um, I I don't I'm not going to pick Danny in this spot because Danny said he's not coming back. Obviously, I would love to see Danny play yeah. again. Um This is where it gets kind of interesting for me. Um I would like to see Erica play again. Really? Like, I want to see Erica come back as like a winner of Survivor and as, everyone try to get her out. And as like, like a lion. She's like, top dog. That would be really exciting for like me. Like, she's the lion. Like, now it's like, you know, she can't hide anymore. She's there. But I feel like she would still, especially if she was on like Winners at War, she would slip to the background so fast. Like, yeah. and then she would be playing the exact same game she played. Yeah. So like even, even, but like the thing is like, even on a returning season, if, if she's up, you know, and she's playing against people like Shan Ricard and 
Rick Devins and Christian Hubicki and people like that, she's still not top dog. Yeah. Like she is top dog in that she's one survivor and y'all haven't. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I feel like she's still not going to be viewed as she's still going to be viewed as well. If Ricard had made it to the end, he would have beat you. Yeah. If Shannon made it to the end, she would have beat you. So I still think that there's like that, like she could essentially still play somewhat of the same game. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. she would. No one would think she's a goat. Right. It, yeah that mistake wouldn't be made again she would have to slither she would have to find a way to slither like she did this time she could play the shield game for sure yeah um i'm gonna go with liana i would enjoy seeing liana there are probably like six people on this list that we've mentioned that i would probably prefer to see over liana but i would i would enjoy seeing liana again because i feel like with liana there was there was still a lot of growth in her that needs that she's young like she's you know younger than us like she i think she goes to princeton yeah like, she's 20 yeah so like i think that there's still a lot of growth for her and i would love to see her come back using what she's learned i think she could be really good um you just can't recover from the knowledge is power man that that screw up that was bad yeah um i mean so like for me that's kind of the end of the list you think so like you don't want to see Deshaun. It's not that like I wouldn't, I don't want to see Deshaun, but like I'm not, I wouldn't stump for Deshaun to be on. And I don't think Deshaun will be back unless, see, unless a lot of those people say no. You don't want to see Tiffany? No. Yeah. I'm kind of over Tiffany. Heather? No, no, no. Heather's a, Heather's a clear one-time player. Yeah. Jeannie. Jeannie's a clear one-time player. Uh, I think we're missing three more. So there's that girl I got voted out first. Sarah and uh, Voce. Voce. I feel like I feel like Voce can come back. And the guy from Yasa. Abraham. David. I think his name is David Abraham. Eric. Eric Abraham. He was going by Eric though or something. Okay. Yeah. Like that dude brought no drama. I don't want to see that guy back. Was, was he the first vote out? Or they yeah. voted out two it people on the and, first it was episode. Him and Sarah were the first vote outs. But at least Sarah like cried about it. So like, you know, yeah. something. I mean, if there was like a Survivor Duos season, I feel like you could put at least um Ricard and Shan and Deshaun and Danny on it. Or you could just do Liana and Shan and Ricard and Xander. Yeah, but it's Ricard and Shan. I know. I if know. you're doing a duo season, you can't split them up and put them on different ones. And then put Xander with Liana. Uh, there's <laughs> there's an idea. Uh, probably not. It's like blood versus water. You pair people up that liked each other and pair people See, up but that like, just hated each that's other. That's something that like the actual show that aired never acknowledged, so they definitely can't do that. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, the, the people that we want to see back, you have... Uh, Nasir, Evie, Shan, Brad, Erica. I have Ricard, Xander, Sydney, JD, Liana. I feel like if we emerged and these were the two tribes, I think your tribe would win. Shan, Erica, Evie, Nasir. I feel like we got robbed out of like seeing more Evie. I feel the same way about Nasir. Like, but like Evie was a gamer, you know? Yeah, but she. I mean. She like put like 
let's say Evie and Erica started on opposite tribes. Are you telling me Evie didn't win Survivor? Yeah, she may have won. But I feel like, like she might not have been quite as under the radar as Erica. Right. But I feel like it's like there it's, was still so many threats in the game. I totally think Evie could have won if they had if they had started on opposite tribes. As soon as Evie stepped on the beach at the merge, like they were they were like, She's a threat. We need to get her out. And I feel like if they were throwing the challenge, they would have tried to throw a challenge to get Evie out. Cause I mean I don't know. Maybe Deshaun thought he could work with Evie, but I feel like Evie would have been a bigger target because Erica was sly about how she did it. She went around and talked to each individual person, was very like chill, didn't try to like buddy up with people. Evie like went out of her way to like be friends with people and like, yeah, you know, make those connections. I will say like Erica is a very deserving winner of this season and I'm happy for her. And at the same time, like winning Survivor, you are a total, like there's so much luck involved. Right. Like if Erica starts on Uwa or Yasa, she might not have made the merge. Right. Swap, swap Erica with Jeannie, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Swap Erica and Sarah. She's probably. Yeah. I mean, maybe Erica would have been the, the third with ricard and shan but they were all all the way down to two right so yeah i mean like you can't really play that like under that under the radar unless your tribe is basically not going to tribal yeah which is another reason i felt like xander may have had a point because i mean he could have been like look i had to survive more votes than she did she didn't go to the tribal at all but for the first even the one after we merged. She, yeah. she didn't even... I mean, she got... like You could say like all of y'all were planning on voting Erica out at the merge. And then she smashed an hourglass and the game turned. Danny, I know you're mad about that. Vote yeah. for me. Right. I didn't do that. <laughs> that was a good season, man. Yeah. What did you think about season 42's uh, preview? It looked fine. I couldn't really tell anything different. I'll probably just be the same with different advantages probably the same amount of advantages the characters look super different already you think yeah like like and that's the thing when they're not casting for like archetypes anymore instead i feel like they're just like finding the best characters they can find you're getting really different casts Mm. you're not getting like two tribes with uh a really each tribe has one tall, really strong white guy. Yeah. Uh a boy nerd, a girl nerd, uh a black woman, a black man, and like five average Joes. <laughs> like you're not getting that anymore. Like mm-hmm. you're getting really dynamic casting now. So each season should essentially take on a life of its own. And, um, yeah, like the cast members showed in, in the trailer looked like they will be every bit as interesting and intriguing as this season's characters. I wonder. So like, do you think what I, did they know that they were going to shoot and 
play season show season 41 as season 41 or could they have flipped them because this season i thought was very good and i feel like if they were trying to put their best foot forward then they i mean i feel like they knew one. they definitely knew that that this was season 41 because they jeff saying, called it 41 yeah. at every single true tribal council true. and you know they might have said like okay, we want these people on Survivor in the next year. Let's make sure 41's a knockout. And maybe the 42 cast, isn't that awesome? But I expect it'll be awesome because they've still had a lot of extra time to, like, get more applicants. And they, I'm sure they told a lot of people that were supposed to originally be on 41, hey, sorry, we're moving on. And so, like, Ricard was supposed to go originally on 41, and then it got pushed back and like some other characters came in and some other characters got either pushed off for later casting or like, you know, we're going to pass, but thank you. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, Survivor. It's, it's Survivor. It's been a ton of fun to sit here and talk about it and talk to you. If you're listening, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Michael. This has been so much fun. Thank you for inviting me onto your podcast to talk about Survivor. Um, yeah, has, man. How been... can the how can listeners keep up with you and what you're doing? Um, well, you can follow me on the socials. My Twitter is at j underscore cling with a c, and my Instagram I have two. If you want to see personal things, you can go to not the prophet Joel. Prophet is in like biblical prophet, like Moses. Um, and if you want to follow my photography and videography and things like that, I'm at Joel Klinger Media on Instagram. No spaces in either of those. No underscores or nothing. Um, that's where I am. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I, I roughly average about three likes on Twitter, so that's pretty exciting. You could be the fourth. Um, and yeah, that's how that's how you could keep up with me, uh, Michael. Where where can they find more information on the podcast or yourself? Yeah, follow the podcast at Michael Likes Pod on Twitter. Um, follow me on Instagram at the Michael Kling. Follow me on Twitter at the Michael Kling. Um, subscribe uh, across platforms. If you're feeling like you really enjoyed this uh, Survivor series, um, give us a five-star review. Yeah. Sign it up. We'd really appreciate five that. Five stars, baby. If you give us a review, that helps us spread the word and, and get this podcast out to more people. So, I mean, that would be that would be awesome. That would be like biggest dream coming true if you could slap five stars on that bad boy. Five stars, five stars. All right. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back sometime in the future. Yeah. For Michael Klinger, I am Joel Klinger. Have a wonderful Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate, and we will see you back here sometime. See ya.